All right, what better way to spend a Friday? Greg Hollenbach and Brian Freeman, we're just going to get right in the kitchen right away. Yes, Chef indeed. Brother Luck, good catching up with you. Beautiful day. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Friday, here we go. Yeah, Freaky it's, it's Friday. Friday. I got a job and we got stuff to do. <laughs> in big, on Big Pimpin' Boulevard. <laughs> on Big Pimpin' Boulevard. You know, we named, that, we named the kitchen Big Pimpin' Boulevard. Oh, man, so good to see you in the kitchen. Things are good today. What Isn't his vibe just great, Greg? Isn't it just to be, He's the be around, brother? Huh? You're the consummate professional, my yeah, friend. Yeah, absolutely. All right, what are you going to get done? So what we're going to do is we're actually going to... Uh, that pan's nice and hot. It's super hot. <laughs> uh, is we're actually going to be doing uh, one of my favorite dishes. This is a... Uh, uh, this is a, like we talked about. We want things to be authentic. And when we talk about authentic, is it authentic to you, right? Yes. So my family's Cajun, Creole. Uh, I grew up in Chinatown. I grew up uh, eating lots and lots of dumplings out in San Francisco. Uh, and I, my favorite city uh, to travel in uh, is, is actually Hong Kong. So when we talk about the cuisine of Lucky Dumpling, it's inspired by Hong Kong and Louisiana. So this is a perfect example. We've got a nice bao, bao dough, uh, which is a yeast raised dough, but we fill it with boudin. So a boudin is, uh, is braised pork shoulder uh, that's been spiced with lots of chili, lots of cayenne, lots of beer, mm. the ho holy trinity, the bell peppers, the onion, the garlic, um, you know, letting all of that braise nice and slow. Wow. And then it's then shredded or ground up and infused uh, with some, some, some rice that's boiled into that stock. So it's a, it's a, it's a free-form sausage of, of pulled pork that's been ground and cooked uh, and then stuffed with rice. Wow. So we actually stuffed that in the center of this, this nice baldo. So we're going to make some boudin pancakes. So, you know, down south we always see a lot of boudin, uh, uh, boudin balls at the gas station. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things you see all the time. So that was kind of what inspired this idea is like let's take that same idea and instead of making it, making it a, a filling for a croquette, let's turn it into a pancake. So what we're going to do is we're going to sear those. And this is a raw dough. We're just going to start it in some oil. We're going to caramelize it, get some nice golden colors on there. We'll then add a little bit of uh, uh, moisture to it, some water, some stock, uh, a little bit of sesame oil, uh, and allow that dough to cook through with a lid. So as it sears, we'll watch the color happen. Uh, we'll actually cover it up and then allow it to steam. So you can see some of these guys already actually coming together. You know, but a beautiful looking pancake that's got some nice caramelization. It's got a nice stuff on it. You can see the pinches come through. That's one of my favorite dishes. So we're gonna so you're that hitting that with high heat right there. High heat, yeah, yeah. So we're building the sear first, you know, and kind of watching the bottom, seeing where it's at. You know, you can see the, the colors happening already, Ooh, which looks great. Nice, pretty color. At that point, I'm just gonna take it over. We'll hit it with some water on it. In the kitchen with Chef Brother Luck. This is a treat right. on a Friday. Get some moisture in there. That slows the pan down. That slows the temperature down. You know, we'll hit it with just a touch of uh, sesame oil in there. Let that come together. And then we'll put a lid on it and let it just nicely simmer and steam. So when it's done, you know, you'll get to the point where you've got some beautiful colors happening Woo! like these guys. And brother, that's very similar to uh, how you make a dumpling, dumpling as well, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you see tons of uh, char siu baos or you see tons of pancakes done in this manner uh, when you're traveling through Hong Kong. Uh, so we just want to put some fun spins on it to make it a little bit more 
uh, true to us. So the Cajun Creole blended in with that love of Hong Kong mm -hmm. is exactly what we're shooting for in a lot of our menu uh, approach. Wow, look at this. Uh, Lucky Dump, what's the address here, brother? Uh, so we're at 26 South Wasatch. We're just off of the main drag of, of downtown Colorado Springs. Uh -huh. So, you know, this is a fun area. Colorado and Wasatch right on the corner. Um, you know, it's an amazing up and coming area. So we're excited to be a part of this area because to me, you know, this is the, we call this East Co or Eco. This is East Colorado. So, like you know, you got to come over to the, to the Echo neighborhood. That's really cool. Maybe you can, as that's going, Jake, come take a look over here because these pokey dishes are fantastic. You can sell this one. Des describe some of the other things that you have on the Probably menu, brother. Yeah. Huh? Describe some of the other things that you have on the menu. We're going to be eating this baby coming yeah, up here. Yeah, so I, this is just one of my favorite things. I love hamachi and I love poke. Um, and, you know, I love a good rice dish. So, you know, it's just one of those things that we, we make on a daily. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a bright bowl. It's a big bowl. Uh, it's good for lunch. We have a, a lot of uh, people that work in this area, so they're always looking for stuff like this, um, you know, to be able to take back to the office or, or eat really quick and uh, get to enjoy. So definitely some fun stuff there. Thanks for allowing us to come back into well, of the course. kitchen here. Uh, we're going to sit down and eat some of this food coming up next in the next segment, and then after that we're going to take a walk around the property. It's a beautiful property. There's a lot of growth going on with you. We'll talk about that yeah, yeah. in the next segment, and then we'll show you around at Lucky Dumpling with Brother Luck. It's Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, Chef Brother Luck, and Jay Parker behind the camera there. Be back in a flash right here from Colorado Springs. The Modern Eater Show continues. Hey. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumplin', for by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, and I am rocking with the modern eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado. <laughs> Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey Four Pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist breweries in Belgium. So we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now, quadruples are the emperors of Belgian monastery ales. They're dark in color uh, with a dense tan head and alcohol ranging from 8 to 12%. So they're pretty strong. Quadruples are very rich and complex with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming. Uh, even at 10.5% ABV. So the finish is long, complex, and dry, and they're great beers anytime, by themselves or with hearty foods. Pick up your Abbey Four Pack at either Brews location, 67th and Pencos, or at Colfax and York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area. Take home some Belgian-style badassery today. watching the modern eater and now back to the show okay welcome back to the show this is a treat because it's a beautiful day in colorado springs is we're outside of lucky dumpling myself brian freeman and jay parker chef brother luck having some lunch man thanks for cooking up some stuff for us that was fantastic absolutely 
And now we've got this delicious food. Before we dig in, can you tell us what we're eating? Yeah, so we've got some uh, hamache poke. That's what um, you're enjoying right there, isn't it? Yep, that's the first one. Uh, that's what I'm having, too. Uh, we've got some crispy Brussels with black garlic. Can't go wrong there. Always a fun favorite. Sorry for my reach. Uh, you've also got some peanut dumplings. Um, those might be the pork. I can't see. Yeah, the, the pork. Glare. Yep. Yeah, so some pork dumplings. Uh, then we've also got some uh, skuna bay salmon with uh, edamame relish um, that we just do in a, a nice quick uh, miso glaze. Well, what's amazing is you think the expectation when you come in, this, this is what you're going to get. This cuisine, the rest of it, wow. What's the menu like? You know, it's fun because one of the most important parts is you're always trying to determine what are you trying to say. And I think with Lucky, it's finally, it's fi we're finally discovering its identity. It's two years old. But now we have the entire building. We're, we're leasing the entire building. And um, the, the direction of where I'm taking a lot of the food here is I want it to be authentic, right? It's not a, we don't want to be another generic Asian restaurant. Um, that just kind of pulls from every cuisine. So for us, you know, I want it to be true. Um, so one of the things that I'm going to be pushing a lot on this menu is going to be, um, you know, Creole Cajun meets Cantonese, um, Hong Kong meets Louisiana. I think that's a really fun fusion. Uh, things like shrimp po' boy bao buns, um, you know, fried catfish balls, fish balls instead of poached. We're, we're doing them as croquettes. Um, we, got, we got a lot of really fun ideas. Boiled peanuts, spiced with uh, different types of chilies. So, you know, having some fun with the menu uh, is, is, is really coming authentic now. Well, and, and it's really important, too. They experience more and more, as, and, and as you see, just this springtime. Saturday's spring, the beginning of spring, which we love because we love farming and, and growing. I and think it came a day early. <laughs> it's, hey, it's, it's really nice out here. I think but I, I'll tell you what I loved about your menu, though, brother, is the transparency. You know, for someone like myself, I'm, I've been very conscious about everything that's in the dishes that I'm putting in my body. Yep. And when I looked at your menu, it explains out every dish of what's in there. So I don't have to be, have to ask you or have to rely on somebody that might not know yeah. giving me the wrong answer. So I'll, I'll tell you, from my perspective, I love the, the transparency in your menu and the food. My couple, first couple bites have been just awesome. Thank you. Fant I mean, obviously, fantastic food. So, you know, Lucky Dumpling is one of these places to where we talked about it's kind of building its own identity as you've had it. What are you coming up on your two-year anniversary here? Uh, next week's two years, which is... Congratulations. Uh, it's insane. Um, and what a two years it's been. I mean, fighting through COVID and, uh, you know, surviving that. The, the amount of things that we've had to do to, to keep our businesses uh, moving forward, uh, keeping our staff uh, employed, um, it's, it's, it's been an insane two years, uh, especially the last one. Well, and what's interesting is as opportunity came to you, and, and obviously you don't want to piggyback onto someone else's failure, but the space, which we'll show you in the next segment, has, has presented an opportunity to you next door. One of the scariest things I did last year, in the middle of, in the middle of the crisis, yeah. right when my businesses were on the borderline of failing um, because of the shutdown, we expanded. I signed a lease. I added on an additional 
1,500 square feet. Uh, I renovated a full bar. I added a 90-foot patio. Um, we built a fence and, and got it licensed and zoned for liquor. Um, you know, we created all of this in the middle of the pandemic, and we did it ourselves. We didn't hire contractors because we couldn't afford them. So, you know, a lot of YouTube and <laughs> Googling um, how to, you know, find the right bolts that can be drilled into concrete and, you know, buying the right hammer drill to be able to do that ourselves, um, it's, it's pretty special. And we're actually signing on the space above us. Uh, we signed just last week uh, to do a private cooking studio uh, because we have such a demand for our online classes, for our private chef experiences, uh, and smaller groups that we're actually going to be doing all of that upstairs, which is We'll give yeah. you a little sneak peek to what upstairs is, but truly when you see a business like this, Brian, and you can appreciate it, building a business literally from just an idea up you're hands-on you're doing demo you're finishing floors you're so involved in your businesses and and truly it's not i mean to to be able to do that you have that overall control or ownership and that passion it's really flowing right now for you you know the the best thing that somebody ever did for me was i had an owner tell me it's my money so we're going to do it my way. <laughs> and that's the greatest thing that someone ever told me because what that did is that actually forced me to understand that when it's your money, mm -hmm. you can do whatever you, whatever you want. And that's been the greatest part about both of these restaurants that we own. You know, my wife and I have, have built our businesses. We, we are the financial people behind them. So we get to do what we want, but at the same time, that requires a commitment. How involved are you? And as we've gotten more involved, for me as a chef, it's no longer just a chef. That's I'm an right. owner. I was going to so say that. So I want to know where the drain lines go. Yeah. I, I will pay the tech to show me, and then I'll go from there and, you know, be able to do it myself. So, um, you know, there's a lot of freedom. I think entrepreneurship is the most stressful freedom in the world. No. Isn't it? Not the truth. Well, let me ask, Greg. Brother, you spoke to something when we were just talking about how COVID actually made you better. Would you share a little bit of that? Because I think we're hearing so many of these stories and I, I hear so much defense. Everyone's running to the restaurant. Oh, give them, cut them slack. Nobody cut you slack. You no. drove on and you made something better. No, and, and, and we, we also are very fortunate to have a, an amazing community like Colorado Springs supporting us. Uh, but as a small business owner, um, you, have, you had to make a decision at some point. Are you going to fight or are you just going to call it? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think when the shutdown first happened, you know, about three weeks into it, it was like, you know, we're going to keep fighting. And, and we fought our way out of this. Um, and, and we surrounded ourselves with good people who were educated in their areas to ensure that we got the resources needed. Yeah. You know, we did use some of the government funding. We did use a lot of uh, we did receive a lot of grants. But we had to apply for those. We had to reach out for those. We had to ensure that our timing was correct. So we were on top of all of that uh, because I had to be. And, and not to minimize the pandemic, it was, it was absolutely terrible. But you and I share, I, and I don't even know if this was a private conversation. You probably don't care if I bring this up. But, you know, with, with your upbringing, in fact, we have similar just build everything from the ground up, do it yourself. 
your mentality was, man, I've been through a lot in life. Yeah. I've, I've gone, I've, I've, I've battled through a lot. I'm going to battle through this. The mentality was always there for you. Just it was the fight mentality. Yeah. It, no, I, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I have a very strong uh, survivor's uh, mentality. Yeah. Um, well, build off of diversity, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think every, everything's a challenge, but you know, embrace it. Mm-hmm. You know, get stronger, and 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 be vulnerable so you can learn your weaknesses. Yeah. So you can you can start to change your scenario, and I don't know. I just I I don't I don't stop. Yeah. Um, but I have I have good priorities, and 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 a lot of it is you know faith, family, and work, and for me that keeps me going. It keeps me grounded. Um, my staff, I mean, they're they're amazing. They're they're the reason I kept fighting. You know, I, I I've got all these team members depending on me. You know, their families, their 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 income. So I had to create new incomes when the the ones that we depended on disappeared. Yep, absolutely. With all that going on in the entrepreneurial, the businessman in you, the hands-on, the demo is that taken away from your kitchen time? And development and somewhat, but at the same time, um, we keep going. We keep going through this as as business owners and as leadership team. My job is not to only be the executive chef, right? I have an amazing chef at Four. I have an amazing chef here at Lucky. Um, I can't micromanage them. You have to give people opportunities and give them the opportunity to be great. Or fell and learn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, setting measurable expectations and then following up on those expectations. You know, we just talked about rice. Now I have one team member who every day I'm going to come in and ask about the rice. Yeah. And that's his measurement. He knows every day I'm going to ask about the rice. So it's giving him the opportunity to deliver on the rice or be corrected yeah. on how to properly do it. So, you know, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm involved heavily, but managing my time is one of the hardest things to do for yeah. sure. Do you feel that some of that has shifted as a leader? Our responsibilities have changed, don't you think, as we get older and more mature as a leader? Because it's more about developing our team than developing ourselves, right? Yeah. It's, you know, if there's anything that I've been thankful for during COVID, um, is it it pushed the pause button. And for me, I needed that pause button because I was go, 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 go. Jumping on a plane every week, Flying to go do some dinner, flying to go do some event, go make an appearance. Sure. Yeah. I was doing so much that I was losing touch with what got me here. So having that pause button actually re-engaged me with the everyday people that you know we employ who are our family. And now I, I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that I get to be in the restaurants every day. I'm not, I'm, I've learned how to say no because of COVID which is crazy. I, I wouldn't say no before. I would just sacrifice. And you have to ask yourself, at, at what point are you sacrificing and is it worth it? You know, and the is it worth it part is so important. Also with COVID, there was a time where you were back in the kitchen. You were the only one in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that when, when, when COVID first happened, we shut down four. Because for it, it makes sense to do to-go food. We weren't, we weren't ready for it. We didn't really know what that even meant, what curbside was. Like, we didn't – it made no sense. You know, when I thought curbside, I thought of, I thought of 
of Sonic. Like I don't like yeah. <laughs> to me, pull up and you know get your food that way. Um, we kept Lucky open, but we had so much inventory between the two restaurants. I literally got to the point where you know I had I had people volunteering time to help me prep food, cook food, serve food, wash dishes, clean up the restaurant, and and because we couldn't afford to pay anybody. Um, you know, we had maxed out lines of credit. We had maxed out um, our own savings and, and paid our staff because we didn't want to be one of those employers that just didn't pay people. When it was like, sorry, we'll figure it out. How did you look to the future when something like this is interesting? The other day we were speaking to uh, Lorena Cantoravisi from Marie Empanada. She was just visited by Kamala Harris, mm -hmm. uh, VP, and talking about business redevelopment. and just the even it was a one year it was literally one year since the restaurant shutdowns that you could never imagine that one year later through all that despair and diversity and pivot points and and that she would be sitting in that position to wow. not only the prospect of thriving but really with an optimistic outlook as yeah. I look around here today brother and I see your patio and the things that forced you into an uncomfortable position to go into growth. The excitement that I've felt from you from being here today is excitement that it, it, it transcends through your projects, through people, through others around you. It's inspiring. Thank you. But you're excited. No, I'm, I'm very excited. But I, I, to me, it was never about looking ahead into the future and a six months down the road into a year down the road. For me, it was, what are we doing today? You know, what what added value are we are we happening during our shifts and every day was was a new project you know today we came out we're like let's power wash all of the patio furniture because it's been dusty throughout this entire winter mm -hmm. like that's added value um and then as opportunities arise you know not being scared to open that door when when it presents itself and then to walk through it and start yeah. running you know and and i the future's so unknown but like we have one shot Right, you get one rotation. <laughs> you make the most of yes. it. Yes. You know why are you hesitating? Sing it. Spoken like it's your entrepreneur. Right. I love it. I you love mind it. showing us around? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna take a look around here. Fantastic. We're at Lucky Dumpling. Also, Four by Brother Luck is still going strong. Yeah, Four's doing really well. I'm proud of that team. Um, you know, we've got some amazing players on that team, and and they're they're doing great service. They're putting out. I told Chef uh, last night, I said, you know, Chef, I think back to your tasting two years ago, and I look at what you're doing right now, and I'm so impressed with the progress and the growth. It's, it's, it's beautiful to be able to see somebody, you know, elevate their food um, because of their own, you know, aspirations. This is so fresh and bright and delicious. Such a great dish. All right, we're going to break away finish up this food we'll take a break real quick we'll come back we're going to show you the property and boy you want to talk about a small business and a small business owner hands-on does whatever he can along with his wife tina to build such a great great brand in lucky dumpling it's a pleasure to be here with chef brother luck take a break we'll come right back we'll show you around the property it's the modern eater show This just in, breaking news at Lucky Dumpling with Brother Luck and Brian Freeman. 
during the break, Brother Luck has said he's going to return to the Summer Dinner Series, fourth year in the row. Yes. Always supporting local, always supporting the modern eater. That's what it's all about, July 13th. It's Mark on. Gan- it's, it's on. on. Oh, man, that just excites me so much to have you back down in Denver with us in front of the Blue Bear by the convention center at Pizza Republica. Mark your calendar. Bigger than ever this year. That was beautiful last year. Yeah. It was a cool event. I loved it. Yeah. Cooking outside like that, getting to work with all those amazing teams um, from the front house to, to the, the culinary team, even uh, the appliances, set up outdoor kitchen. That, that cool. What was, uh, what was uh, uh, the sponsor for that? Elevation. Yeah, that, and, and, hey, speaking of oh that, Rich O'Brien, if you're watching right now, stay tuned for the, the – well, stay right in here because we're going to show you a project that Brother Luck's working on, but kitchen equipment, none better than Elevation Food Service reps. I want you and Rich O'Brien to hang out because that's okay. who – Woo! That's going to be a good connection. I feel some good things happening. Wait All till right. you see this kitchen that <laughs> Brother's building. Okay, we're, in, we're inside. This yeah, is it. yeah. We showed you the kitchen. We showed you the patio outside. This, check this out, Jay. You got to show <laughs> this. What's some of the touch, some of the flavor that you put in yeah, here? Yeah, you know, um, when I was originally writing this recipe, or excuse me, this recipe, when I was originally writing this concept, uh, it was inspired by uh, my grandmother, um, her and I, growing up, uh, she would always uh, have us watching uh, old karate flicks, you know, the, 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 the Jackie Chans, the Bruce Lees. Uh, but one of my favorite movies was uh, The Last Dragon, which was uh, a really cool uh, Barry Gordy movie in the 80s. And uh, a lot of the color schemes, a lot of that was built around that movie, The Last Dragon. I love that movie. So um, what we thought would be really cool was to, you know, make it hip hop. Kung Fu, and then, you know, uh, a heavy influence on culinary. So you'll see a lot of hip-hop. This is our Wu-Tang wall, uh, you know, some Tupac, some Biggie, some Too Short, uh, a little bit of all the stuff that I grew up on being a being a, a, a 80s baby and, you know, growing up in that era. And you era. collected it throughout the years because I remember one of your first locations. Yeah. What was it, Street Eats? Yeah, that's actually that Too Short piece is uh, one, of, one of the local artists here did that I for remember. me. Yeah, that was that was back at Street Eats, which is you know seven years ago, eight years ago. Um, time flies, doesn't it? Time flies, but a lot of people don't realize uh, when I started Street Eats eight years ago, it started here. So here's the crazy part. Full circle. This is a full circle. This was a punk rock bar. That was a stage. This was mosh pits. Mohawks, leathers, wow. holes being punched in the walls. This was a bar. <laughs> and I used to cook on that hood. Did you really? And that's it. That's a, there was a wall. In a punk rock bar. In a punk rock bar. Wow. So eight years ago, I worked out a deal where I could essentially cook in this kitchen. Uh, I would sublet it from him. And I would feed his people, but my people would come through as well. So, yeah, I, we, I started on that hood right there. And uh, it's been pretty surreal uh, to, you know, eight years later, be back in the same space. Uh, we now have the whole building. So let's kind of go look at the rest of it. Well, can we start right here? I want to show this right over here, if we could, just a second of it, because sure. I want to talk just and briefly, I want, what I want to talk about is the two years that you've had this property, the property is, like you said, it's taken on its own life. This was your bar. This was with. my bar. Yeah. Yeah. So this originally was where we did all of our booze. Um, now we do a lot of our dumpling production here. Um, so it's, you know, we're rolling dumplings every day. 
Um, so this space took on a different life than yeah, its yeah. In original intent, but you never knew that you'd have this other area, no, you which know, will go you have down. to grow, you have to evolve, and I think that's part of being a, a business owner is, you know, constantly just evolving and, and adapting. So, you know, once we got in the middle of COVID, the bar that was next door decided that, you know, they weren't going to be able to do it any longer. Um, What's so the Buddhas. These were actually cocktails at four when we first opened four. Were they really? I swear, yeah. And you put a straw in there? You could, in his belly button. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, that is really They cool. didn't hold a lot of liquor, though. Well, I, brother, you're talking to the spirit of the entrepreneur, though, because uh -huh. what, what that does is the, the evolution of that young entrepreneur yeah. as you come into your own. Uh-huh, absolutely. So one of the cool parts is, like, this building uh, originally shut off right here. So... This door has been here for a long time. Um, he was like, this, this building, building on this side is actually right uh, from the 1800s. So we opened it up to be able to actually uh, have a full walkthrough. So you can walk through the space to the bar now, which makes it fun because we can also shut that off for dining. Now like how I just took over your show like that? No, I love yeah. that. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> the building stops here. <laughs> it's, it. it's your show. What, <laughs> and what's interesting is when this was the bar next uh -huh. door, you were big supporters of these guys. Absolutely. We love these here. guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they get, you know, JJ gave me my opportunity to, to cook in his kitchen all those years ago. Yeah. So uh, we've always had a great relationship. Look how cool this is. Come on in. This is yeah. fantastic. So don't mind a little bit of the dust because there's some stuff going on from upstairs. Yeah, yeah. So we're working on upstairs right now. So this bar is actually shut down just for uh, this afternoon while we finish it up. But during COVID, you know, my general manager, myself, some of my team members, we built out this whole thing. So we actually built out, you know, the bar. We built out the back bar. Uh, we did, redid the floors. We painted it. Uh, we did the, 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 everything on it. I mean, we, we did 100% of the, the experience on it, uh, which was really cool. Now, look at you supporting local on the bar there. You got your 291, you got your Axe Oak. Oak. You know, Deer Hammer's local. You know, we like to support a lot of those, um, a lot of those team members here that are locally. So, you know, but this is a fun bar at night. You know, it gets busy. Totally uh, fun. And it's, it's cool because the building's, you know, from the 1800s. So we try to maintain the integrity of it without losing that. And, uh, you know, we watch karate flicks in here and we listen to hip hop and do fun cocktails, nice wine list. And uh, you can also order off the menu from the back. So it's a cool little spot that, uh, you know, we're excited to get back open tonight. We got to do a lot of cleaning in the next couple hours. Friday night? It's going to be popping? Night, yeah, it'll be popping in here. So now this has been closed for how long? And this is just the first night We've been closing during the days and then scrubbing it extremely hard before At we open up for dinner yeah. service. So they're almost finished upstairs, which is exciting. Um, that's my newest project. Uh, we're creating our own culinary studio uh, slash entertainment venue. And... Um, you know, it's the, last, it's the last suite of the building. So now we are the full tenants of this entire uh, building here on the corner. Congratulations. That's huge, fantastic. And it, and it didn't take you long to get the flavor of Lucky Dumpling in here. Yeah. It, it, is it going to be a good cocktail program? It's got to be, Absolutely, right? absolutely. I mean, you know, you can get a, a – we do want a, a smoked soy old-fashioned. So it's kind of fun playing around with those caramel notes and playing around with something like a traditional old-fashioned, but making it us. So, you know, we have fun with that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an exciting space. 
Uh, it's been a lot of hard work. Actually, when we got to this side, it reimagined the whole back. So we actually had to work up here first to re-see that and then change that That's up. That's completely interesting. The vibe in here is awesome. I can only imagine when you got a cocktail, you hit that creep. Yeah. You can get in the zone in here. And I love the way the booth seating and everything else. Um, there's an exciting project that you're embarking on upstairs. Do uh -huh. you mind? I mean, this is a, a sneak <laughs> preview, 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 preview. Yeah, right? nobody's seen it. And, I, and, or I think I've shared one picture online. Really? That's it. Oh, this is yeah. an inside look. The Modern Eater with Brother Luck at Lucky Dumpling in Colorado Springs. Address once again. Uh, so we're at 26 South Wasatch on the, collar, on the corner of Colorado and, uh, and Wasatch here in downtown Colorado Springs. Yeah, you want to hear what innovation does to people when they have that entrepreneurial spirit and they just find the need. You found the need to do what's going to happen up here. Let's walk and talk yeah. and you can start setting it up yeah. what this yeah, is going to be. Cool. Well, I love too, brother, how you started with just one little piece of the building. Uh-huh. And then you just kept growing. Just kept growing. All right. Okay, what's the project, brother? What are you doing upstairs? So I'm doing a, I need, a, I need my own cooking studio. You know, a place where I can, I can do private dinners, I can host small receptions. And, uh, you know, I want it to be something that's uh, personalized. I need a place for all, all, all my uh, chef's tables. And so, and so I, and I'm not taking any thunder, but you did say to me, Studio Kitchen inspired you just you inspired a tiny me. bit. You did. This kitchen is uh, our place, and brothers make, oh, let's just get people yeah, to look yeah. here. All so right. Be careful. They're, they're obviously working right now, but, you know, it's going to be a fun space up here. It's just a great little building, and you're, you're right in the middle of a bunch of growth down here, too, brother. Yeah. Men at work. <laughs> Where's a good place for us to stand, brother? Probably off to the side. Right over here? Oh, you're good. You're good, you're good. So, I think the, the, I think the biggest thing is we really wanted to have, you know, something that was going to be ours. So, it's a really cool studio space, uh, you know, getting it, uh, Getting it together, making it fun. Now do this because your imagination can go wild and you, you have a great imagination. Kind of just describe how you envision this coming together and then it'll be great to kind of compare when it does come together. Yeah. Spaces take on their own life. Yeah, so this is gonna be a really cool dining room with a nice bar, a uh, nice wine bottle uh, program. Uh, we're also gonna have uh, a full kitchen back here. So you're gonna be able to see uh, a lot of the cooking live. Which makes it exciting, and then we're also well. You do a have lot of home cooking right now, streaming, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so uh, you'll you'll see a, li a lot of that here too. But you're uh -huh. gonna style your kitchen like a home kitchen, aren't you? Yeah. Rich so, O'Brien. So, <laughs> so yeah, we want it to be. You know, we want you to feel like you're cooking at home with us. We do so much virtual. We want that feel to be there. So definitely gonna be something cool. All right, let's get out there with. All right. This so nice what he's done in here, really bringing this place back to life. So just like so many things in life, we'll end the show right where we began, out front of Lucky Dumpling here on a beautiful day in Colorado Springs. I don't know, brother. I've known you throughout the years. I've seen we've you've seen we've watched each other grow together. Yeah. And community is really what it's all about. Colorado Springs, I'll tell you what, 
every time I come, I'm more and more and more impressed. It's a place to where if you're in Denver and you're like, okay, it's a, take that. It's only, a, what, an hour? Yeah, yeah. Take the trip down here. See Brother Luck. See all the things that this area and this region have to offer. Tomorrow's the first day of spring. I'm looking forward to that. You're going to have planters outside of here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing this whole thing. But, I mean, when you look at, you know, a lot of this style of development, downtown living is a, is a, is a thing here in Colorado. Uh, so you're seeing a lot of beautiful units like this come onto the market. Uh, they're building a lot around in this area. So it's, it's a good time to be here. You know, you see, you see the bar that was here has actually moved across the street and reopened. So that's kind of their rising Phoenix, which is awesome. We love supporting them. Uh, but you know, we're all, we're all one family over here and uh, it's all growing, which is really cool. Man, all right, so to end it, you have enough going on, but I have to ask you, are there any projects people should know about? Are, what are you doing? What you do know, people need to know? Follow all of his yeah. social media, too, you know, and I, his YouTube. I think a lot of it is just, you know, we're trying to get the new project done um, as far as uh, getting things open and, and, and getting upstairs done and getting the patio ready and, you know, just making it happen. So, um, you know, for me, it's, it's focusing on that. It's focusing on my nonprofits here, Griffith Center for uh, Kids. That's a, it's a program that we're, we're going to be up at next week. We're planning a really big event for them in the fall. So, you know, just kind of kind of staying true to all that. Thank you for the positivity today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's refreshing. It's great out to uh, be out to see exactly what's happening. When he said, you got to come down. We rush down here because we want you to rush down here, too. Got a little sneak preview. Can't wait to see how that develops. That's exciting yeah. as it can be. Chef Brother Luck, man, I'm telling you what. He's a chef. He's a husband. He's a mentor. He is the guy that you want to come and see. <laughs> chef Brother Luck, oh, we I love you, brother. Love. Appreciate the love. Thanks, dude. No, absolutely. Thank we appreciate For all you guys do. All right. Uh, we are heading to Lamar, Colorado as we speak. What will we be doing? Tomorrow, the governor, he declared Colorado, gave a proclamation to say, let's do a meat out day. Well, that kind of actually backfired a little bit because agriculture is being supported more than ever tomorrow. And we're going to do that exact same thing. So support Colorado agriculture. It's very, very important. And um, we're going to head down the road. We'll show you some great footage from Lamar, Colorado tomorrow. Eat a burger tomorrow, brother. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Eat a, eat a steak. <laughs> um, some good burgers here in town. Th that's what it's all about. Community and family. We'll see you down the road. The Modern Eater Show will continue.